Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk fantasy MVPs and LVPs. I will explain in a moment on the Back Row Fantasy Show. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. It is good to be back in the studio. I really thought you were going to go into like the old Slim Shady thing. Negative. It feels so good to be back. No, no, okay, no. So good to be back. So Thank thanks for joining us yet again. Thanks for sticking with us uh, through the Barkless episode last week. Good, good episode, fellas. Thanks. Fine. We know. A, a fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you kidding. know, we did a di- little bit different format yep. and, you know, with the showdowns, and it was fun. We enjoyed it. Hey, I listened. I enjoyed. It's fun to be a listener sometimes. So, yeah, thanks again. I was puking my guts up. And, uh, yeah, you look like hey, well, I didn't know it was that bad of an episode, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know. So, anyways, thanks for joining us today. We are going to talk fantasy MVPs and fantasy LVPs, fantasy least valuable players. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you guys have some DraftKings paraphernalia ready for us some dkp and we're going to talk about some of that as well but congratulations to all the championship teams out there me myself arms and won the brew arms and me yeah Uh, just you two it it happens i was a runner-up i I didn't win i don't believe i won anything last year and it happens so yeah i'm glad to be a three-time champ this time bauer did a little dynasty rewind episode Thanks, Bauer, for shouting me out in that one. Uh, Bauer also got the pants beat off of him by arms. Arms. The brakes beat clear off of him. Hey, by the way, Dan, 30-point loss is not close. No. That's not close. No. He kept saying, (laughs) I know you meet the group chat whenever you're working stuff, but he kept saying, I was this close, this close. And then I'd screenshot and send him the score, (laughs) circle it, and like, how close? He's like this. I'm like that's thirty points. Yeah, but, you yeah know, the, not the, close. The words "this close" uh, that that means five to ten points. Uh, thirty is a beating. Thirty is a shellacking. But you know what? Honestly, Dan had the best team all year. Like it wasn't close. His team was better than mine all year. A lot of it had to do with underperforming Adam Thielen, et cetera. But yeah, I won when it mattered. Yep. Absolutely. But don't discredit yourself. I mean, there was no better team over the second half of the season than you. I finished, I think, top three in scoring like five of the last six weeks or something. I, like, just went on a tear. Um, Michael Thomas helped a lot in that. Mike, Michael Thomas, what one of the guys on my list for fantasy MVP. He's yeah, there. I think, it's, I think it's pretty – some of the guys are pretty just obvious. Just Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but we – I mean – but as far it, as it like, still warrants talking to, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. can you? How many championship teams did Michael Thomas reside on? That, that's what I want to know. I'm gonna guess a lot, probably quite a bit. So if you could, if you're listening, follow us on Twitter at the Back Row Show and let us know: Did you win a title and was Michael Thomas on your team? Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin, in my opinion, is an MVP because he was a he was a popular. Chris pick. Chris Godwin's actually my wide receiver MVP. 
I still go Michael Thomas just because of the pure consistency. No single digit game. I understand that at all. But think of the price. I get you that. probably paid a first for Michael Thomas. Where did you get Chris Godwin? Like the seventh? But was Thomas? You know what I mean? Was Thomas drafted after Juju? After Hop? After you know? There's only a still few. a first though. You know what I mean? Still, I mean, worst right. case scenario, you're paying a second. Whereas most likely Godwin was at least a couple rounds back. Yep. Yes. So uh, that, and I agree on the same thing. Like Michael Thomas is absolute super super superstar. Yes. So yeah, and, and among other guys that you know, nearly, nearly not completely, Cooper Cup. Even though he faded down the stretch, he only had two games of single digits mm-hmm. in our league of record. It, it's just he didn't give us those twenty point games on the second half of the season. So he kind kind of hurt a little bit, but he didn't kill you. He just hurt a little bit. So, Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, those are names that come to mind at the wide receiver position as fantasy MVPs for me. Uh, do you guys have any other fantasy wide uh, – DJ Moore could kind of creep into the conversation considering uh, what you paid for see, him? I think it was I, – I disagree on DJ Moore because it all came late. Yeah. Like, second half MVP, probably. But, like, his first half was pretty uh, – eh, pretty two, bland. Two single-digit games out of him as well. I know, but he wasn't – his second half was ridiculous. 14, 18, 14, 15, 15. I mean, he, he did okay in the first half. Yeah, but the second half, you got to like 17, 21, 19, 31, 19, you know, 12, 21. That's yeah. pretty good. And then he gets 1.1 yeah. when he gets hurt, which with that being said, could have cost you a title. That's week 16. That's yeah. your title game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was in my, he was in my lineup we last gotta week. You got to take that in consideration. He gets, yeah. I mean, he gets hurt early. Mm-hmm. So, right. If not for that, it, I'd have been a lot closer. I probably would have won still, right? Because my matchup was not close, and I lost by twenty-eight. Other guys <laughs> that are at least worth mentioning that you probably got in the middle rounds, if not late, John Brown, DJ Chark, both top yep. twenty yeah, wide I receivers. Have, I have Julian Edelman down. He finished as wide receiver five in our league of record, and he was drafted wide receiver twenty-eight. Two two single digit outputs. Yeah, but I mean, just uh, no, overall, two, nothing yeah. to complain about yeah. with two single digit. Ninety seven catches over a thousand yards. I mean, yeah, pretty solid. Quiet. I think it's pretty quiet season, Edel, really. Edel, but they all are. Oh, yeah, Edelman's always quiet. Like he's the quietest. Hundred and ten for a thousand yard yeah. guy ever. Hundred and ten catches for a thousand yards. He just he does something, or it feels like he does that every year. Now, since we're talking receivers, can we talk LVP Adam Thielen? Okay, or Odell and, Beckham, Antonio Brown. <laughs> There's more. I well, didn't. I didn't say we were done. Don't no. Don't, I mean, no, no. I was I gonna say it. you cannot tell me you can't include Antonio Brown. You can because yeah, you paid for him. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, I didn't, it, but yeah, you did. Couldn't couldn't be more did. worthless. I agree with Beckham 100. Uh, percent Adam Thielen wasn't even in the top 32. I know injury had something yeah, to do with but, that. I, was it through the first what, half? He was fine. When actually. I was going through looking to pick who I was going, I was looking the guys that played majority of the season to write down. And Odell played the whole year, wide receiver twenty eight. Yeah, so I mean, it was pretty bad. disappointing. I mean, not even number one on his team, Landry. Yeah, I think he was wide receiver fourteen or fifteen. So, um, how about Juju? Yeah, uh, Juju. I mean, Juju, I mean, how many Juju's games wide receiver fifty? But even the games he played, four was bad. So. Juju, very much worth mentioning. Uh, how about how about this? How about your fantasy MVP at wide receiver? In the playoffs, who would you call that? Because oh, I've man. got him right in front of me. 
playoff um, playoff fantasy MVP if you were smart enough to play. Man, I feel like it's either got to be DJ Moore or Michael Thomas, but both of them. Devontae Parker? I don't know. Probably is Devontae Parker. Parker Parker could be in there. Uh, let's see. So, I was going to say Michael Thomas just because of the weeks he had. Just so, last I mean, weeks. Michael Thomas literally the last three weeks, 30, 30, and 31. So, so playoffs typically start week 13, right? Mm, so, week 14. So, Michael, it's got to be Michael Thomas. Okay. So, yeah. Michael Thomas, definitely the we, the one. The one. He's but, yeah. the one. But Parker, the two over a four game span. I'll go ahead and, and uh Brashad go Perryman. From 14. AJ <laughs> Brown. AJ Brown, Brown's yeah. in there. AJ Brown. Massive. Massive. And and Brashad Perryman. Yeah, Deontay Johnson played really well in the fantasy playoffs. Terry McLaurin did fine. There's there's definitely names, but as far as uh the, the bust category, the least valuable Thielen kind of tops the list for me. That that's a I'm really glad I traded that guy before the season. He's still a good wide receiver. Just the beginning of the season, the uh passing game wasn't working, then he gets hurt. Kind of a uh a catch twenty two yeah. for, for Mr. Thielen. Well the thing about Thielen, and I'm I'm defending him and simultaneously incredibly disappointed. Through the first half of the season, he was pretty decent. Like even whenever that team did nothing. He had production. It may have been literally, I think he had a game that was like one catch for 38 yards and a touchdown. But, I mean, let's see. It's like 13 points, 12 points, 20 points, then two, then 33, then 17. Then he had one catch for 25 yards and a touchdown is what it was. And then out, basically trying to fight off an injury, out, 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 out until week 15. Yeah, so, I mean, injury plays a big part in it. Um, but, I mean, with that being said, he had three games of eight targets and none above seven after that. So. Yeah, I mean, it was basically four out of the first – five out of the first six games, Thielen was fine. Then you got injury, and in the, in the last four games that he did play, didn't do a lot. Didn't do a lot for you. Brandon Cooks, I think I, I, think I should mention him as well. Uh, he very, very inconsistent. So he, he was a fantasy LVP in my book. Now let me ask you, since we're talking about the LVPs, are you buying Juju? Are you buying Thielen next year? Are you looking? Are those guys you're looking to acquire? Juju for sure. Juju, yeah. yeah. I'm not buying Definitely. Thielen. I'll buy Juju. I see. I think I want Thielen back. The the biggest issue I have it depends on the price as usual. But see, the Juju price, I think I'm going to be comfortable paying no matter what because it's it's an upside pick. The Thielen price has to be low for me to go grab him. Yeah, it has to be late. But I feel like both rounder. of them got to be low. Late like, second, early third for Thielen. I guess, I guess what I'm saying. I think both of them should be low. Although see, see, Lambert's Juju, got Juju, and I bet he still wants a premium for well, him. Lam- Lambert, there's no reason for Lambert to sell. He's got a stacked team. Yeah. Yep. So, but if somebody's saying Juju for a late first, I'm going to take my chances, see oh, how the draft yeah. plays out, and if I don't love somebody with that late first, I'll I'll deal it for Juju all day. Oh yeah, I would trade. I mean, I got I got six first round picks in our league of record. I would I would trade a high first, and I would. Probably trade the number three pick for Juju. Wow, that's Jeff. I, I mean, that's Jerry not Judy. A bad, I mean, Roth, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, if it, Roethlisberger's back, why not? And he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be. He's planning on coming back. So, but yeah, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm, I'll buy the guy, and hopefully Lambert doesn't listen to this because I'm gonna try to go cheaper. Chances are he will. <laughs> Lambert, Lambert listens. He he listens to find out what we're willing to pay for players. Right. I'm I'm confident in that. <laughs> right. Let's talk about some running back MVP, LVPs real quick. Obviously, McCaffrey blew it up, but think, you paid the price. I think it's got to be Eagler. 
Uh, Eekler, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I have sure. CMC as my MVP, but I have Eekler as number two. So, Well, Eekler was kind of an also-ran price. You no, know what I mean? Nothing yeah. wrong with Aaron Jones. And I had Aaron Jones number three. Or I've got one I've got one that's going to blow your mind. Miles Sanders. I was looking at him, too. Todd, it finishes above Todd Gurley and below Saquon Barkley in total production. And Miles Sanders was a guy that you're just looking at like, well, he can never get on the field in yeah. college until his senior year. Well, I don't know when he came out. I think his senior year. And But let's let's remember, Barry Sanders was Thurman Thomas' backup, too, right? Yeah. You know, studs can back up studs. And, uh, I mean, he he wasn't great to begin the year, but he, he was always productive. I mean, even at the very beginning, three points, six points, twelve, seven. You like, if if you're just kind of needing for a spot fill, and then towards the end, like last two games, thirty five, yeah. twenty six. He's your top uh, rookie running back points overall. Oh yeah, uh, and and points per game. Josh Jacobs edged him by basically point eight points per game. So hard to complain if you held on to Miles Sanders the second half of the season. He rewarded. Yeah, but what was he the fifth, sixth, seventh rookie running back? Who? Miles Sanders. No, first. No, he's talking about, oh, yeah. talking about Okay. You know, oh, like yeah. Singletary, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all My those bad. guys. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. behind he's probably, all of them. He's no, probably, uh, he's probably no, like five. Probably, probably four fifth, or five. Yeah. Fifth yeah. or sixth would be my guess. David Montgomery went before him. Uh, Singletary, it was probably a toss-up between yeah, those two. I figured it was him, Singletary, and obviously Josh Jacobs. Yeah, but David Montgomery, kind of an LVP. In- yeah. Inconsistent. Really didn't give you... But you can't be banking on David well, Montgomery. Well, no, but I mean the preseason hype, I, I think some Listen, people I got, were. I got Saquon as my LVP. Saquon's, Outside of... The, I mean, yeah. he... And if you if you happen to make the playoffs with him on your team, he may have won you a title because the last two weeks he bought out, but... Have 30, you heard the name James Conner? LVP. Well, James Conner is the LVP, my friend. LVP. They Dude may, finished 32nd. They may be looking to bring someone in. After they could. what happened with yeah. him, they should. And I'm yeah. sorry, but David Johnson, dude, couldn't even keep the job on his own team. Right. You're oh yeah. Still I mean, those are definitely all worth mentioning. Top ten ish, you know, running back prices to have David Johnson. Speaking of with Ken, Kenyon Drake, the two my two dynasty title teams, I own Kenyon Drake in both of them. I played Kenyon Drake in both of them. I mean, there's a lot of it, it, LVP candidates. There's a ton. Like. Camara could be an LVP just because you didn't get what you hoped. I know I'm you with you. I'm with you. And that's what I did with Saquon. I mean, he finished. He's run, running back twelve. He was one two in most drafts. Just besides these, if you take off the last two weeks, he was. I don't even know where he was. He 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 had a monster last two weeks to get to running back twelve. Yeah. If someone would have told me, but in the points per game, he was six. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because he overall, missed three. Yeah, games. He missed three games. Right, but but the whole point I'm looking at is like Kamara in round one, or Leonard Fournette, who scored basically the same points per game in round two or later. I, I'm with you. I, yeah, I, it's I agree with you. Now, granted, dynasty, you want to hold on to Kamara. Oh, there's yeah. no reason. There's no reason to to sell Kamara at all, in my opinion. There's no buying low on him. If if I'm an owner of Kamara, he's still not going anywhere. I mean, that's we we saw his floor this season. His floor is damn near still a top 10 back in overall points. It is a top 10 back in points per game. You don't sell top 10 backs with the potential yep. to be the number one. Kamara still has the potential to be the best. Who was your 
I don't want to say MVP, but who was the biggest surprise? And I'm kind of throwing you you guys under the bus on this one. Like, you were shocked to see the production out of this year. It doesn't have to be top ten guy. Lamar. No, I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> running back, running back. Oh, well, uh, probably, honest to God, probably Chris Carson for me. Carson? Yeah, just because I really, I think, I always thought Rashad Penny was the more talented back. He just, I thought he was going to unseat him at some point this season. So Chris Carson, that that's one of them for me. Other than that, man, Kenyon Drake. I've always yeah. been a Kenyon Drake believer, but I knew in Miami it would never happen. He goes to Arizona, and now he's looking. It's gonna. It looks like he could be the feature back next year for Arizona. Carlos Hyde. Carlos first, Hyde. first time breaking a thousand yards in his career. Really? Like that shocked me. Yeah. Where would he finish at on the twenty seventh? Still, yeah, no, uh, he's David still. Montgomery. That's the reason I'm saying. Like, I'm shocked that he did that well. He's normally like a seven eight hundred yard guy on a good year, six touchdowns. You know, had a lot of decent games. Nothing great, but a lot of decent games. Yeah. So, Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen's a guy that I think people were still counting on, despite David Johnson. Like they thought that Tariq Cohen was still going to be that guy that caught a lot of balls, break broke a should break a lot of long runs, and we never really had a Tariq Cohen highlight week. Nope. Not at all. His best week was 18.4, and I think even that one was quiet, and then everything else was just 15 or below. That's why It wasn't wasn't impressive. I will tell you, that's why I struggle with those, like, they're just too small to play in the league kind of guys. Right. I know he was great last year, but that's something I was was off of his bandwagon. I'm like, man, the addition of Montgomery – just not going to be good news for him. Right. You know, no. so, someone who can also catch a ball, and, yeah. you know, unlike Jordan Howard. Another LVP, uh, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle, if you owned him, it basically paid you very little dividends. He was bi week level this year. He had moments. Three yeah. touchdown game, I believe. Um, but so did Tevin Coleman. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's. I mean, uh, a, lot of, less, a lot of disappointment. Less than 10 a game for Michelle. That that was one of those questions uh, at the Midwest Expo. I like bringing that up at the end of the year. On the mock draft panel, you know, every, everyone was on board the Sony Michelle train, and one guy, one guy in the audience said, you know, he's a Bill Belichick running back. Like, I, I'm not buying him. And, and no, one, no one agreed with him. And I was like, I raised my hand. I was like, I'm not buying him either. Like, I'm, I'm just not. Like, I like Sony Michelle. But they don't even use him correctly. Mm-hmm. He was no, one no. of the best passing mm-hmm. backs coming out of college that year, and James White's still their passing back. And James and White I, has like had like legitimately six career catches in college. Yeah, like Sony Michelle has, you know, a hundred or something. James White has six, and they're like, oh, "We're going to switch your roles, guys." Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, he loses touches to Burkhead, and you just they just don't use him right. Dave. He he loses touches to Burkhead after he gets a six yard gain. Yeah, you know what I mean. First, first and ten, six yards. We'll bring in Burkhead, and you're like, what the hell's going on, Bill? I'll tell you a couple other guys that were drafted. That uh, looking back on it now, they shouldn't have been drafted whatsoever. Uh, Kalen Balage. There's yeah. a lot of Kalen Balage fans heading into the season. That was a big, massive mistake. Damian Williams. Yeah. Damian Williams was going high in drafts at one time, and that that was a big mistake. T.J. Yeldon. I didn't know yeah. T.J. Yeldon was getting drafted. Oh, T.J. Yeldon get drafted because he's going to Buffalo. I, I, I did. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying he was about. a third rounder. <laughs> but what about the Niners backs? I mean, they 
canceled each other canceled. out. I, luckily, I don't think Mostert, I think he finished like running back 23 or something. And if anybody listened to us, they didn't take the Niners backs. Right. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't big on Coleman. Burita, I love. Yeah, but, I like Burita. But, but, but he, we know that he gets nicked up. I mean, he's just he's a risky running back, even though he's a good running back. Yeah, I mean, tons of up. All, all three of them have a ton of upside, though. That's yeah. the crap about it. Like, there's upside galore. But, by the way, I was scrolling through here just to pick out names. Randomly uh, found out Samaj P. Ryan's a dolphin. Whoa, when did that happen? Don't, uh, don't you love when there's these underlying signings that you just four never days ago, hear about? Four days ago. Samaj P. Ryan could be the feature back this week. I hope so. I'd like to see what he can do. That wow. is beautiful. I still, Samaji P. Ryan is every bit as good as Bo Scarborough. Oh, yeah. Every bit as good as Bo Scarborough. Single game rushing record in college. So, hey, maybe he'll get a chance. Uh, let's here, keep- oh, sorry, sorry, i gotta, I got to read this to you. Um, I just pulled up. It says, with Gaskin likely to miss seven, week 17, the Dolphins need another warm body running back. And then it said, <laughs> the sad part is that P. Ryan, this is from, uh, that's a fantasy praise. Sad part is P. Ryan may be the most talented, healthy back on the roster. While he's been inefficient on the ground throughout his career, he has a solid college pedigree and can handle work horse amount of touches. He was wallowing on the Bengals' practice squad, now likely to be given a look in the offseason with an eye towards seeing if he can prove enough to warn the roster spot. Give that kid the rock. That is a If he's even available on DraftKings, which he's probably not. He's not. <laughs> he's got to, I was going to say, he's got to be like free. Ronnie Brown's probably available in DraftKings over Samaji P. Ryan. But the Miami, they take a guy like Mark Walton, make him semi-relevant. A guy like Patrick Laird make him semi relevant. Give Samaji the rock. Let's let's realize something. All jokes aside, like not not saying Samaji P Ryan's the second coming of anything, but there was a point in time that Arian Foster was a practice squad guy, right? Behind Steve yeah. Slayton, he was a practice squad guy. Got cut, I believe, and then resigned to the practice squad, and then got three starts at the end of the season. Listen, Miami is talentless at a lot of positions. This this is the kind of situation where if, if P Ryan doesn't get a spark here, it's he's probably done oh, at that man, point. He's he on his third a, team, but nobody's got like three yards of carry in my. You know, <laughs> if the kid can muster four yards of carry, maybe you pass on running back this year in the draft and address every other oh, position you, need because you, you got a ton of them. You don't pass. They've yeah, got, they got a, they got a ton of picks. They've got, pick of they got they a ton of needs too. Oh yeah, they do. But it's yeah, not but you like, can pick not, a backup in the second, listen, third, fourth, fifth yeah. round. I'm not sure Zeke could get four and a half yards carry there. It's not like they're trying to like go from worst to first in 2020 they're not it's a rebuild full rebuild they they're not going to address every position i just want to see the the kid get the shot that's all they got a crap ton of money spend it on the offensive line and then draft accordingly yeah but they're also in that weird situation to where even if you spend it like if you're willing to spend it are people willing to come i'm always i mean i i mean I know early on they really looked like a shit show, really but I've to. been impressed with Miami lately. I mean, they've shown some fight. They've been they're out there up. trying to win. I mean, I think just the coach is doing a good job. Right out of that first draft, first. Well, I mean, I'm okay with that, man. Yeah. I, I the whole Miami's tanking this season. I'm like, there's no way a coach from New England, a first year coach, is just going to tank, and he didn't. He coached them up. Like, there's hope for Miami because Flores looks like he could be the answer. I mean, the guy had him playing well. He had third-string cornerbacks playing well. He had the team fired up. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Do you think he's the starter next year going he sh- in? He freaking better be. 
And and I understand that he could come back next year and lead the league in interceptions, <laughs> but there's no reason to go with anyone else. There's just I agree. You draft a guy. Now listen, I would be okay if Miami brought Marcus Mariota in and kicked the tires. Yeah. I, I'd be okay with that because again, you know, Tannehill can go from one team to the other and succeed. Let's try it with Tennessee's yeah. old quarterback. There's, Let's bring Mariota. I'm going to throw in. this out here, and this is off the wall, but there's some uncertainty about Tom Brady. I don't want Tom Brady, but he may not be in New England last year. If, if I'm not, isn't this the last year of his contract? I don't think he will. Man, but I where's it? Mean, could very well be in Denver, but you know what I mean. Who's to say that? I just don't see Brady you know playing what? anywhere else. I just can't. I, 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 I do. don't see it either. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I see, do. Of course, I never thought Peyton Manning played anywhere else either. But right, he, I think if Brady goes someplace else, he wants to go to an immediate contender. If, well, yeah, if, if the Patriots get knocked out in the wild card round, because they're not, they're not going to get. They don't have home field, or they don't. They don't even have a bye, do they? Who? New England? I think yeah. they, I think they've got a bye. Do they have a bye? When they get, if they win if they win this week they get a bye. Oh man, Miami always gets one on them. They yeah. do. They do. They do. It wouldn't surprise me if Miami does beat them this week. I mean, it's going to surprise everybody else, including Las Vegas. But Miami does. I mean, the one game a year they win sometimes is against the Patriots. And if the if the Patriots lose that game, they're very susceptible to a loss in the wild card round. They're not that great. So I, I think if you see New England not win a playoff game this year, I think they do move on from Tom Brady. I think you could see a move up for a two but, a tag of Aloha. But I mean, with what? You know, I mean, what are they going to give up to move up? They're, that's a brilliant or brilliant, brilliantly ran organization. They're not going to overpay to move they, up they, for. They guy. may not have to. There may be a guy like Justin Herbert sitting there when they. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's just. You know, uh, who declared someone, – someone just declared for the draft. If they move on from Brady, I'm guessing they're going to bring in another veteran guy to take over that team. That's just me. Ryan right. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Could happen. That, that, that really could happen. I still don't – I think Luck was – I don't think Luck was going to leave unless he was done personally I, I know i know you've been on the luck coming back train off but i don't see it but if the patriots with well, a really solid defense won't the colts still hold some kind of rights to him though i don't know probably they may give it up after a year yeah. and know? andrew luck may even be like well who am i going to throw to like who who <laughs> am i throwing to in first rounder Nikhil harry Julian Edelman turns what eighty eight next yeah, next year. He's old wide receiver five. Nikhil yeah. Harry, uh, yeah, he scored some touchdowns, but it's on one and two targets. Gronk will come, Gronk, Gronk's going to come back. Gronk with will luck. come back, play with luck. <laughs> he'll be, he hey, he'll loves be, throwing to the tight end. Gronk will be fifty six when he comes back. He'll be, be thirty. Just so. the body of a fifty six year old. <laughs> Any more fantasy MVPs at quarterback? LVP Aaron Rodgers, Baker Mayfield, Baker yeah. Mayfield. Yeah, I had Baker also. Rodgers with a close second. Baker was so far away because I think we were all on that Baker top five, no doubt about it. Ryan Fitzpatrick had a better season than Baker made. Oh, yeah, he was QB 19 in points in our league. It's bad. Did he? What did he miss? One game? Did he miss a game? He didn't miss a game. No, he didn't miss a game. He didn't miss a game. Well, okay, no, that's – he did have zero points in week five. What that was, was just a shit game. That he, was just he a, had eight he, completions. <laughs> I think he had negative points in a game, didn't eight he? Eight completions. My God, Baker. Does Baker rebound in 2020? Yes, I, I think, think he so. does. Honestly, I think they get rid of their coach. I think they need to get I, rid I of their coach. I think they have to. 
They have to. Uh, it, it's yeah. going to be an interest, interesting season because there's too much talent. Can can we talk about Patrick Mahomes is sort of an LVP? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there, I don't I, think so. I, there I, were drafts that he went number one overall. Yeah. But he was still what QB four? Well, he points still, per game in the points per game. He scored more points per game than Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, it's hard to call him an LVP. He just didn't do what he did last year, and and, and you knew that. Uh, yep. I mean, it's, he he threw twenty five touchdowns so far. I mean, they're playing the Chargers this week. Obviously, he's probably going to throw one or two at but least. The t- touchdowns were down across the league, passing wise. But, but right. That, I mean, Lamar led with thirty six. Hey, somebody said that he wasn't going to be close. No, I I get it. Wasn't how, many, how many weeks in a row has he said? I don't know. I think he said it all season. <laughs> We we do have a question. You guys want to go? Yeah. You wanna yeah, go ahead. Question: uh, Can play two of these tight ends as wide receiver? Jared Cook, Tyler Higby, Dallas Goddard, Higby Goddard, Higby Goddard, non PPR. I still think it's Higby Goddard. Higby Goddard, and I like Cook, but dude, Cook's been playing well. Cook has been playing good. Cook's been playing really well. I think he's got a touchdown like three out of the last four games. There might be four touchdowns in the last four games, but two of them in one. Goddard for sure. Ertz is out. You got to play oh, Goddard. Got to play Goddard. Is, Goddard is. Can we just? It, it, he's now worth the question. Is he the best tight end there? I know the the, the production doesn't bear it out yet, but and he he looks better. Yeah, I don't. know. just. He finished uh, top ten. <laughs> Ertz still finished what four? Two. 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 Yeah. Two. Oh. Two. And points. George Kittle two. missed a couple games. Yeah, Kittle was three. Points per game, a little different story. But, yeah, Ertz finished second overall wow. by point four points over George Kittle in our league of record. And that with the two games that Kittle missed. Jared Cook finished seventh. He missed a couple games and finished seventh. That That's pretty solid out of Higby Jared Cook. Higby finishes eighth. That was and it was all at the end. That was yeah. that was your that was your fantasy playoff tight end right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Playoff MVP for uh, to play, tight end, of course, no doubt about it. Well, let's double check on that. So, all right. I don't like Higby in that pick too, though. I like Cook and Goddard. Uh, Higby, even whenever they brought back uh, Kelsey and Kittle, put Everett. up more points than Higby. Yes. In the playoffs. It, yeah, but I'm saying the fact that Higby, you weren't expecting it. I agree. 100%. From from a yeah, I mean three you, three straight games over 100 yards. I agree. So yeah, so oh man, and you know who's he was impressive to me this year, and I've been off of him. Period. Hunter Henry, like yeah. he missed four games, but Hunter Henry's pretty productive almost the entire year. He had some bad games, but so who's your guys since, since we're talking about tight ends? Who's your fantasy MVP for tight end? MVP, uh, Mark Andrews and Dallas Goddard are a tie for me. I got Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah, Mark Andrews. Goddard, I mean, Goddard did great, but he didn't do enough for me to put him in that MVP at the tight end position. Pro- probably Andrews and Hooper, to be honest. I know Hooper didn't kill it at the second half of the season, but, man, he was winning you games the first yeah, half. Yeah, same with Waller. The first half of the year, you could say Waller was up there. But the second half, he kind of dropped off a little bit. Right. If you played him in week 15, of course, he got you 20 in the playoffs. Yeah. But, but yeah, he, he faded a little bit for sure. If, if Oakland gets a decent quarterback, that probably won't happen again. <laughs> so, Mike Gusecki finished 12th overall. That's a, that's a pretty, pretty good for a guy a, that they were talking about might not make the roster. Yeah, the, that, that's a triumph. Preseason. I'm really so. glad that that pick is finally paying I off. I love 
excuse me, I'm loving this second year uh, tight end draft class. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so far, you know, the whole Andrews, Goddard was the best Gerd, in class. Goddard, correct. Gasecki, they're, they're all three second year guys. Am I right? Pretty yes. sure they're all three second. They year are. Guys. Yeah, I believe you. They are. But I mean, and with with what Andrews was doing, there were other tight ends on that team still productive. You know. Oh yeah. Hurst Hurst played fine at several points in yeah. the year. Boyle was getting touchdowns. Hurst is a big time bust though. God, they drafted him in the first round. Well, we hated that right from the get go. Dude's forty. We did. But <laughs> you ever hear arms start a sentence and it goes in? And, and I, I just want to hit the button. And I must be the wrong one. <laughs> Anytime you say in, LVP? I must be the wrong one. LVP at the tight end position. O.J. Howard for me. O.J. Howard, 100%. Evan, more- Evan Ingram a close second just because he just got injured like he normally yeah. does. I had Ebron. But O.J. Howard didn't get injured, and he's tight end 24. Ebron's a pretty big one, too. Ebron did. O.J. Howard was injured. He missed. Th- no, well, yeah, he did miss, like, what, three games? I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna give Ebron a pass just because like whenever they lost Andrew Luck, we kind of knew Ebron wasn't gonna put up those numbers. He finished tight end 27. It was pretty rough. He missed three he, games, but with, he but he only had three games, four games over 10 points. I mean, when you're getting beat by Ryan Griffin of the Jets, it's an LVP season. But and I'm I'm incredibly disappointed with OJ Howard yeah. too. But Ebron was there last year, like at that top five level. I think he finished fifth or sixth. He might have been fourth last year. And then 27th or so this year. Bad, bad, bad. What was the stat they threw out there? O.J. Howard has more tackles mm-hmm. than touchdowns. Unless he has a career game this Career week. game. And he'd have to have three to tie his tackles. Yeah. That's, that's who's to say he doesn't get any more this week. <laughs> hey, wh- whenever, whenever you have a quarterback that throws as many interceptions as his quarterback does, you're going to get some yeah. tackles. How much of his season – is because of the fact of, of Chris Godwin breaking out. I mean, how much did that hurt O.J. Howard? I think it's more of the Arian style of offense. He's never had a tight end that really produces. Yeah. Now, I will say, like, again, we are proved rookie tight ends, you should not draft and play them in redraft leagues because yeah. Noah Fant. What, three? He was fine. Two, two or three games of relevance? Yeah. Right. TJ Hawkinson. Which had meant 15 overall. About the same. Week, week one, everybody was on him because he blew up week one. And then that was I, it. He, that was it. I was going to say, that I don't think it. he did anything the rest of the year. I don't think so either. No, I think it, he had one more 100-yard game. Him? But literally, like, single digits. Yeah. Like, four points after that. Now, now this last name I'm going to drop was point three points away, but Hawkinson, Irv Smith, Nelson, Nelson Docks, Dawson Docks, Dawson Knox. Wow. Finished in a row. 20, 30th, 31, 32. So, yeah, TJ Hawkinson, kind, kind of, uh, kind yeah. of an LVP. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, the first week he had over 100 yards in his debut. Yeah, you'd have been better off with Foster Moreau or Caden Smith as yeah. far as, like, trying to get somewhere in the yeah, playoffs. Caden Smith was really productive at the end of the year for the Giants. It was, that, that was a, a great pickup, sixth-round guy. Yeah, Caden I mean, he, he looked good. And he got drafted by San Francisco. Didn't know that. <laughs> San Francisco drafted this guy out of Stanford. What happened? Did, was he just cut? Maybe they like, signed him off the practice they, squad. Did they or? make a trade? I, I, didn't even, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Did you know that, Arms? What's that? Caden Smith, who had a pretty solid second half of the season for the Giants, was a rookie this year, drafted by the Niners out of Stanford. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to do some research. Was he cut? Was he on the practice squad? Was it a trade? I don't know. I I don't know the answer to that question at all. Wow. Yeah, to go. I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty rare. I guess because hmm. he had he had multiple touchdowns. I mean, I think he had two touchdowns last week. Yeah, he was claimed off waivers week twelve. So San oh, Francisco wow. must have said, "Well, eh, we don't need this guy." And Giants are like, "Yeah, we need this guy." So they picked him up week twelve and just plugged him right in the starting lineup. Week twelve, pl- plugged him in. <laughs> He was. Ba- we'll call. We'll, we'll call him Glade for the rest of his career because he just got plugged in and he provided sweet smells for the Giants. Okay. Sweet, Gl- sweet Glade smells. Smith. I don't think there's. So there's no. Did we go over who the MVP is at quarterback? I don't think there's a question, right? No question. No question. There's no. I mean, question. Lamar Jackson was wa- available in waiver wires in some leagues. You know. <laughs> yeah. Just no question. I mean, he a, a full seven points per game. Well, almost a full seven points per game. Then the next best quarterback points per game was that drew Brees too uh let's see points, points per, per game, game 37 to 31 it was actually not drew Brees wasn't that far behind he okay. was missed games put him down the list and but then stafford stafford rebounding after the trash year he had the previous year he was rebounding but then yeah out after week nine sadly but yeah lamar far and away and i think we we named our lvps there that was pretty easy but uh Arms, before we talk DraftKings, you wanted to, to say a few words. No, I just um, – one of the reasons why I got into football, and we talked about this uh, a few – probably a month ago, like who got you to like the favorite team. And the guy that got me to like my favorite team was my uncle, Don Schatz. Um, he passed away this past Sunday. Um, and this has been a pretty rough week for my family. We were very close. Uh, and we're we're a close family. Like you know, I get along with all my uncles really well. Um, whether you like it or not, like I hunt, and that's every year. Um, me, my both my uncles, my cousin, like we all take that week off of, of uh, gun season, first week of, of gun season, and uh, we spend a lot of time together. And it was it's been rough. Today was his funeral. Um, he struggled for several years with no kidney he got a transplant uh about i think six eight months maybe a year after he found out he he was born with one kidney and then it failed him he got a transplant was good for i think about 10 years um and then his body rejected that kidney finally and he's been living on dialysis for four or five years and his last few days were great uh, the best he's felt in a very long time, but man, it's it's been a heartbreaker. Uh, but he's the reason I fell in love with the Raiders, and um, so yeah, it, I don't know. It's I just felt the need to to say something about it, and you know, hug your family, guys. No, you're never going to regret spending more time with them. Yeah, and I, honest to God, I've, I've never heard any one name mentioned by arms more than Don. Yeah. So the significance is is pretty major. Let's uh let's talk some DraftKings. Well, let's talk defensive MVPs. I've got a couple of those. Oh yeah, we do do IDP, don't we? Oh. Um, so we really slacked on our IDP. We did, stuff. we did. Like we helped you draft the guys, but then after that, it was like, oh, hands off. <laughs> well, you kinda, hands off. Yeah, I mean, it, I know you do your primer every week, but yeah, we definitely slacked this season. Um, a guy that we we loved, I know me and Barker were hot hot on him, Sam Hubbard. Finishes a defensive lineman, uh, tackling in number five, uh, 43 tackles, seven sacks. Um, the kid's on his way. And oh, definitely. If you look at what Ohio State's putting into the draft in the past few years, 
I mean, John Simon looks good in, uh, with the Patriots. Sam Hubbard killing it. The Bosa brothers killing it. And this yeah. year, Chase Young. If, Chase come, Young if he comes out. Could could very well be number one the number one overall pick. Talent-wise, he probably is the most talented player in draft, but then there's that whole team need thing. He yeah. could be number one overall in fantasy next year. For uh, for IDP? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That 100% could be that guy. He's yeah. got that kind of talent. I mean, Bosa came out of the gates as a top five. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm talking about Joey, of course. Yeah. Well, Nick. Nick, Nick top 20 this year. Did he finish top man, 20, 20th overall? He had some some nasty games. There. There's but, no, yeah. nothing wrong with 20th the, overall. Not at all. Rookie defensive end. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, linebacker. Pretty universal. Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks. Yeah, that's who I have Good down as my Lord. MVP. Did, did you have Lyman? Hundred percent. No, I didn't. I just I did linebackers. But yeah. Jordan Hicks, for a guy that was like most of us, I looked at him as like a, a solid number three guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you always liked what he put on the field, but he was I, never great. I know you were hot on him. I drafted him as my number three linebacker in the Brill. So at the Brackrow Invitational League, Jordan Hicks was the guy that fell to me, and I was not thrilled. But I was like, I mean, he's going to put up number three numbers because he's the middle linebacker in Arizona. That's been a, a pretty solid spot. Not, it has, not, yeah. not great. It's been no. solid. So I thought, you know, Jordan Hicks, you know, I'll, I'll take him as my number three. And little did I know he was my number one. And then luckily I had Blake Martinez as well. Yeah. But Blake, that guy that you don't remember because of his name, that ends up finishing top five every single year. Did he finish top five again? Top yeah. five again this year. <laughs> Just so, ridiculous. Fred Warner worth a mention. Fred Warner's definitely up there. Uh, but I mean, he productive last year though. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, but I don't think anyone expected that because they they what Reuben Foster they brought Reuben Foster in then he then he killed somebody or something like that. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think they were people were already hopping off the Fred Warner train just because they brought in Reuben Foster, thinking well they don't got their they don't have their guy yet if they're bringing in more guys. But Fred Warner ended up being the, their guy. Yeah, and I think for like the LVPs, if you you can't you have to try to remove the uh, the injury side out of it because most of your LVP guys don't say his name. They're they're they were just injured. Like that's all there is to it. Whether it's Van Der Esch or you know whoever, but my LVP was actually Miles Jack. Okay, thank God. Um, I was about to say if you said Darius Leonard, he he missed three games, but he, he was, still averaged he no, the most, most points, points per, per game. game. Yeah. No, the, for me the reason why Miles Jack from a points per game standpoint was fiftieth. Yeah, Miles Jack just isn't very good. I didn't go down that far of the list. I put Deion Jones, linebacker 32. Yeah, just, Deion Jones, that's not he's that's pretty, disappointing. pretty disappointing. And Devondre Campbell was a big reason. Yeah. Devondre Campbell was all over the field making tackles, making plays. That that guy is worth mentioning as an MVP on the IDP side because Devondre Campbell, yeah. I don't I mean, he was probably drafted at the back end of every IDP uh draft and and ended up being a top 11 guy. I, I, thank God I owned him in a league. I picked him up off waivers after like three weeks in one of my dynasty leagues, and and he that was one of my championship leagues. Yeah. So, um, defensive back. Let me mention Zach Cunningham real okay. quick because Cunningham has never he had never finished like very highly. I, I think he was like top twenty his second year in the league. And then this third year, uh, Zach Cunningham finally comes to fruition as the number three overall. You were linebacker. a year late on him. I was a year. Well, I drafted him as a rookie in every league that I could because I was yeah. high on him. 
but it, it took a couple years for it to pan out. So I want to throw him out there before we moved on to the least valuable position, LVP. Freaking defensive. No, that's probably D-line, but second runner-up to the least valuable position, defensive backs, Ryan Logan. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Like, Waivers ne- again. I never in a million years. We do not endorse nor guarantee the production or the value of a cornerback. No. And 99% of the time, a quarter a cornerback doesn't finish in the top 10. And if you look, other than Ryan Logan, you don't see a cornerback till 14. It's Logan, it's Logan Ryan, by the way. Or Logan Ryan, yeah. yeah my it, bad. It's, I'm it's reading Samuel, it. Whatever, Samuel, it's, it's Logan Ryan. Samuel Debo. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Ryan Logan, <damn> it. <laughs> Logan Ryan finishes uh, just yeah. edging out Buda Baker. Yeah. Which Buda we called as the number one overall yeah. defensive back. You know, and, and that's basically that's what happened. It was .33 points per game that separated him and, and Logan Ryan. And Logan Ryan had 50 more points than the number two corner. Than the number two corner, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Number yep. two corner, 50 more points. Kyle, Kyle Fuller was yep. that man. So, listen, I, I picked up Logan Ryan in pretty much every league that I could after week four, I believe. I'm holding on to him. I mean, I, what's the worst that could happen? Number three DB for you next year? Like, he'll probably drop off, but... He might. He'll probably still be worth starting. One of my uh, LVPs is a guy I absolutely love, but Eddie Jackson. Yeah, didn't Ed, miss a game. And finished seventy three. Eddie did nope. nothing. Eddie did nothing. I mean, he was propped up a lot last year by the touchdowns. You know, interception return, fumble return for touchdown. Had some excellent games and just put together two, like two valuable games this week, this year, two over ten. I'd like to nominate another guy as a pretty savvy grab. Taylor Rapp was yeah. mostly a uh, free agent guy. Not a lot of people drafted him in rookie drafts. Yeah, him and him and Tracy Walker. Yeah, for Detroit. Give me one reason to stay here. Oh wait a minute, that's, that's Tracy Chapman. Tracy whatever. Chapman. So yeah, Tracy. <laughs> Tra- I'm I'm glad you knew who it was because I wasn't sure what her name was. I just knew it was something Tracy or Tracy something. So good job, Hux. Yeah, good job. Yeah, Tracy Walker. That was, massive surprise if you go points per game tracy walker was fourth yeah i mean heck so, of a pickup great pickup it's been a oh, it was a weird weird season like the minkas and the you know uh jabril peppers those guys were, were just not good jabril was fantastic they were, Jab, yeah but from a points per uh total points he finished he 32nd missed, he missed four games oh yeah. okay yeah i guess so number nine overall in points per game Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jabril, I, I had it Jabril by total was an asset. I had it by total points. So. Yeah, so get it right on Pepper's Jabril. Everybody. <laughs> we won't screw that one up. I'll screw up what team they're on. I can guarantee that. But Those think, guys are so interchangeable to me. I'm have, sorry. I think they may have won that trade. Yeah. With uh, Cleveland. Looks like they did. Oh, they did. <laughs> they did. Looks like they did. Good lineman. Jabril Peppers. Odell Beckham on his way out. Like, oh, we want to play for Cleveland. They, they suck. I mean, Giants had some receivers step in. Slayton, I mean, Slayton had a heck of a rookie year. Yeah. Would they have won any more games with it, with it Beckham? No. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think they would have. Cleveland didn't win any more with them. Boy, I didn't really <laughs> notice, but uh, Minka Fitzpatrick really dropped off the map over the last six games. Yeah. Stat-wise, but, man, that Pittsburgh defense has been good. Played a lot better with him. A lot sure, better with him. For sure. That And, and they still they won that trade. Yeah, Minka played great. Elevated the whole defense to a new level. Yeah, but let's uh, 
Now, ready now. DK? Ready for now. some DK? With some DraftKings. Take, so, it, take it away, boys. What do you want to start with, Hux? I have no idea. Do you want to start with... You're more uh, prepared than I am. Let's I go. Know, but do you want to start with uh, the showdowns or... Uh, sure. All right. Are, you, are we doing all of them? I've got something for all of them, yes. Okay. So, you lead start with uh, the Patriots in Miami. Gotcha. Um, the Patriots defense is a little pricey this week for, you know, a defense as your MVP. Um, one of the... One of them that a lineup I kind of was able to put together was Patriots defense, which cost you 10-8 as your captain. Um, I've got James White, Gusecki, Edelman, um, Albert Wilson, and Sanu. Man, I don't think I wrote down Sanu. I feel like I wrote something something wrong there. But, oh, nice. Tool feed. Yeah. Anyways, who did you say besides Sanu? Hey, give me give me a second because I, I, I I'm not gonna lie I can't write I can't read my own writing on this one. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> no, of Sony. It was Sony. Sony okay. Michelle. Sorry, not Sanu. Sony Michelle. So it was uh, Pat's defense. James White, Gasecki, Edelman, Wilson. Uh, Edelman Sony, who I missed. And and yeah, Sony Michelle. That's solid. Could not read my own damn writing right there. And the whole fact of this is Ryan Fitzpatrick, your quarterback in Miami. He throws interceptions. Um, and the Patriots capitalize. Oh yeah, you know if they have one pick six or one fumble recovery for a touchdown, they more than pay off, even at the ten eight uh, captain price. I mean, in week two against Miami, the, the Patriots defense scored thirty seven points, mm-hmm. four interceptions. I think that's the one that seven I... sacks, two touchdowns. I mean, of course, you're not going to repeat that, but but do you get close? Do you get twenty? But points, I mean, twenty five. The majority points? of their big games is the defense has been against lower level teams. So yeah, I. And the Patriots are playing for that bye week. So, because if they lose and the Chiefs win, the Patriots don't get a bye week. They're playing round one. So, this is a game they want to win. Yeah, they, and they have to. So, they're going to be out there, bells on, right? Oh, yeah. I, I don't like Tom Brady at all in any any lineup. Um, his cost versus what he puts out on the field yeah. is not that good. I was able to piece together one with Edelman, and big factor on this is the way Edelman plays the game is kind of the killer for Miami's defense, you know, cutting across the middle, you know, finding soft spots. Um, it wouldn't shock me if Edelman had, you know, 12 catches for 120 yards and a touchdown this week. So I was able to put together Edelman, uh, Folk, the Pats defense, Sonny Michelle, James White, and then the common denominator is Albert Wilson. Uh, he's just cheap. He's cheap. If he can get, you know, catch four balls for 40 yards, he's probably going to pay off. So He is cheap. He wouldn't even buy his girl a ring. <laughs> So that that's, yeah, I mean, that's Albert Wilson's been playing good lately. So, I mean, seven targets, eight targets last two weeks. That that's my factor with him is, I I, I can't. They're if they're going to take anything away, what are they going to take away? They're going to take away Devontae Parker. There we go. So it, I mean, that's what they're known to do is take away that number one. They, it, they don't have a run game unless P Ryan <laughs> steps in Ryan. and just that might. But she's not even. He's available. not on here. So but, yeah. So your your freaking MVP may not even be there. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you, I mean, you really don't know what they're going to do with Piran, so it's even hard to suggest a running back for the Dolphins to play this week. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, I would stack the Patriots the best way you could. I I like going with the Pats D, but there's they're probably going to be the popular pick at def- or at captain but, spot. But even whenever they are like. It's a, a, a no brainer. There's still no no more than like fifteen percent. No, I mean, and they're. 
and then find you know piecing the, in where you can elsewhere. They're the fifth highest priced, so I mean that maybe they won't be as popular because of the price. Well, I'm looking at but, it from the showdown perspective. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But I think a lot of people are going to think Tom Brady's going to ball out, and I think he throws two touchdowns. But I don't think that this is a Tom Brady game. I honestly think it comes down to the running backs just eating him alive. Um, a big lead and just this, yeah, milk this it could out. be a Sony. I don't know if he gets a hundred, but he could get a couple touchdowns. I'm thinking Sony Michelle 80 for yards. 85 yeah. yards, and he's went over 80 the last two weeks, hasn't he? Yeah, I believe yeah, he has. 96 last week, 89 the week before that. So I mean, they're getting into that mode that they went in last year. At the end of the year, they started running the ball more. Yep. I mean, whether it, it's the weather or yeah, and James White's still going to get his. Like yeah. there's there's no doubt about it. I, if James, here's the thing, I could see Edelman getting a touchdown, James White getting a touchdown, both through the air, and Sony getting one on the ground. Yeah, and that might be all it takes, and then the rest of it's just grinding out the yards, grinding out the yards. I, the only reason, uh, you know, other than Parker obviously being uh, the focal point of shut, what the Patriots want to shut down this week, I, I go with Wilson because he is a, he has game breaking ability. Yeah, he it, can take one to the house and go. he meets value right there on one catch. Exactly, exactly, and he. What's his price on this? I don't have it in front of me. 4400 4400 4, yeah. He would also be an interesting captain play. Just to, could. to be contrarian on your captain. And even, I mean, he could just be the only Dolphin you play. Put him in a captain, load up on Patriots the rest of the way. and Yeah. I, I was about to say that DraftKings might pay you 4400 to, <laughs> to take Albert Wilson. He's been producing. So last couple of weeks. You, you can make a lot happen if you have Albert Wilson as your captain. Yeah, we'll just, for sure. I'll just I'll just put it that way. So, um, you got any other, no. anyone else you like in that? All right. So, uh, next one's Chargers KC. Um, we've got two different ones here. Melvin Gordon's a little disrespected in his price. Um, you know, his captain price is, um, 12,000. So I've got one with him as at 12,000, uh, Mike Williams at 5,600, uh, Ekler at 88. I think they're both going to get theirs. Then kind of, I mean, even with him at that price, you can fit him. If you put Butker at forty two hundred, you can still afford Keenan Allen and Travis Kelsey. You know, Tyreek Hill's been disappointing for the big, most part of the season. Yeah, I agree. Kelsey hasn't, so I think that that's. I mean, that gets you a high price, real valuable captain. Yes, I know I leave Mahomes out. Got got to remember, Hill. Part of his problem was missed games. Well, his points per game isn't that great either. No. 16.7. Yeah, but, I mean, Kelsey. On DraftKings. And uh, I don't think you can even afford Hill versus, like, I think Hill and uh, Mahomes are two highest. No. Yeah, Hill and Mahomes are two of the highest priced guys. So, yeah. dropping down to Kelsey really isn't that big of a drop. No, then they're, they're only $600 difference. So. um, The thing about the Chiefs, they're playing at 1 o'clock also along with the Patriots. So, they're, they're kind of a must, I mean, not really must win, but. I guess, will they be watching the scoreboard? If New England's blowing them out, all right, we're not going to get the two seed. We're going to get three seed. Yeah, I mean, if if they see New England's up by 20-some points third quarter, do the Chiefs pull out their guys? But if, okay. I I know, I mean, it's hard to. But it still matters who they play in the first round. But I don't know. Can they drop to the fours? Yeah, they can swap with the fours. So, I mean, it's. Do they want to stay the? It, I guess 
It's just who they, I mean, who, who option, do they want to play. You know, because the, the final seed is going to be, you know, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, or Oakland. Am I right on that? Yeah. Which is, we went over the yeah, scenario we went over of the Oakland. scenarios, and it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like if Tennessee loses, Pittsburgh loses, which is possible. Yeah. And Oakland wins. Oakland wins. Indianapolis has to win, yeah. too. Yeah. Oakland needs Indy to beat to win for them to get in. So that. Tennessee's the team to watch, but man, it'd be fun to see Oakland get mm-hmm. in and just get pummeled by somebody, probably. Hey, <laughs> yeah, making it's it, all we need. It'd be the Chiefs at number three. It'd be a successful season if the Raiders make it, well, yeah, even I mean, in that scenario. So, um, I did uh, piece together another one with Chalk as your captain, Patrick Mahomes, which he's ridiculously expensive as captain. Um, but you could put Mahomes, Melvin Gordon, still got to have Mike Williams in there. I just. His price at fifty six hundred just too cheap to pass up. Eekler, uh, then you go with both kickers with Badgley and Butker. You know, that's you're kind of hoping. You know, Mahomes is spreading it out more than anything with that. So yeah, no, I don't mind that at all. Is this? Do we think Philip Rivers is done? Is this his last game plan for the Chargers? I I think it is. He may not. This may not be his last game plan for the Chargers, but it's his last game without a quarterback that is grooming behind him. Yeah, that, that's that's a definite. Yeah, the thing. Chargers are definitely going to address the situation. They have to. They have to. He's not. I mean, he's just fell off. This this has been a, a cliff. He fell off this year. They, they might be in for a bit of a rebuild. I mean, if Melvin Gordon walks, which uh, I mean, yeah, Eckler obviously has shown he can step right in. Right, and I think Eckler's a restricted free agent, yeah, so I, I think they can hold on to him. Yeah, they'll help. Yeah, they'll hold on to him. Which I even when they got Justin Jackson, so I mean, if they do, if Gordon walks, I think they still have a capable one too. I agree. And then, but yeah, the Rivers situation is interesting, whether they bring him back or not. So, um, moving on down to the, do you have anyone else you talk about that you like a captain? No, I think you covered. I think I honestly I like Eckler at captain. I think he could fit in if it gets into a higher scoring game i think he could be involved in the passing game a lot his price isn't horrible no he's more than gordon so i mean i get why you went gordon because gordon makes sense too yeah i i I don't think i'm 99 percent sure if you put eekler in there like you can't get kelsey and gordon right you know so that that was my my thought process on that um going down north carolina the north carolina going down to carolina new orleans i had n-o-c-a-r uh new orleans needs to win yeah. They gotta win this game. They, if they want to buy, they gotta win. Yeah, and even if they if they win, they're not guaranteed to buy. Yeah. So Green Bay and yeah. San Fran could both win, and then they've got the buy. So New Orleans, obviously, you want to put in Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you pointed out earlier he's got an opportunity to win. Yeah. To I don't know the exact the number, but it's two hundred and some yards from scrimmage to break the all-time record for a season by Chris Johnson. So. And, and why not, right? Why not yeah. try for it? So, why not? He needs 67 yards to get 1,000 yards receiving for the year. And he's within how many yards of uh, of Nick Chubb? He's 92 yards away from the rushing lead, so behind Chubb. So, I mean, he's – I think they're going to give the guy all he can handle. Couple, A uh, couple quick comments. Bauer says, how many touchdowns is Danny Dimes dropping on the Eagles this week? Two, both Darius uh, I, I think I it's three. a. I'm gonna go at least three. Three. I think the Eagles still pull out the win and win the division. Um, that's a high scoring game, I think. And a couple good comments. Bauer says Andy Dalton to the Chargers? Question mark. 
And Dan Rozier says, not unless he gets a sunscreen endorsement. <laughs> leave it, leave it to Dan. Beach Baby or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, the one with the uh, the, ba- the diaper oh, getting pulled down. Exactly. I don't know what that one is. I don't. I'm a ginger. I should know more about sunscreen. <laughs> you should, hundred um, percent. So anyhow, I've got everyone's going to want Christian McCaffrey as your captain because of what he does. But if you have him at your captain, you're spending nineteen thousand two hundred dollars of your budget right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going. Th- I don't know. It's a toss-up between him and Thomas, man. I, cause I, I think. What about Kamara? I, I don't know. So, <laughs> if you I'm probably a, going one of the top two. If you have Christian McCaffrey, you can get Michael Thomas and Kamara. No, not. But you fall off of a cliff, and you just have hopes and prayers after that. Yeah. So you can put Hill, Ian Thomas, and Will Lutz. But that's all you get. Your last three guys, Lutz could be very productive. Ian Thomas, you're just praying he gets in the end zone. Um, and then Taysom Hill, if they're up, you, you talked about it yeah. pre-show. I don't think we were on live stream yet. But if they're up, you know, three scores in the fourth quarter, Taysom Hill could be the quarterback. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Very, and if he is, he's he's going to do something. Oh, yeah, whether it's running or what. I mean, whatever it is, he's going he's gonna to put up some points, I think. Right. So I was um, – a lot of one, – one factor you'll see for kind of going forward in this is I like Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore's out. Yeah. All right, so if you uh, put in Kamara as your captain, you could put Kamara, um, Curtis Samuel, the Saints defense, because I think that their defense is going to be productive this week, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Lutz, and Taysom Hill. Um, I have a a big uh, a big Carolina one, but it's it's not good. It's kind of scary to, to put in there. Um, well, let's hear it. CMC, Greer, Samuel, Olsen, once again, Taysom, or I guess you could do Josh Hill here as well. Um, and then Cook or Murray, one of the two, Jared Cook or Latavius Murray. And the, my thought on that is if they get to the point to where Carolina's just beating them, you know, then it's like, you know, we're just going to pour starters. I don't think Carolina's look good enough to I don't think they, they have hang either. any up on them. I don't think they have either. And then um, I do have another one with uh, Kamara. I'm going to play a, uh, probably – five lineups in this game and like three dollar lineups is it possible you might need to consider a b in that lineup well <laughs> he's, he i, I know he won't be available i was just it was just a joke fellas. he's a cancer he probably he won't get signed just a joke but if, uh, well, the, if if the commissioner comes out and said he's eligible to play this week he, he'll get signed so um <laughs> if you go alvin kamara and all right michael thomas he's already got his he's got the records right there's not much more he can do on the season as far as, you know, setting records, earning additional incentives. He's the best receiver in the league. So if you kind of have the thought process, maybe they're going to try to protect him a little bit this game. I got Kamara, Cook, Breeze, Curtis Samuel, Chris Hogan. Okay. I like the Chris Hogan play. And then Lutz. Hogan's next to nothing. Yeah. He's dirt cheap. And then I always throw one in there with Taysom Hill because he's cheap and sometimes he'll get two touchdowns. I mean, he's he's. It's back to what you said. If they're up big, maybe he's the quarterback. Yeah. Um, if you go Hill, Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, Kamara, Lutz, Breeze, interesting play. Going to be uh, probably low owned, like a, a low stack. Even whenever Hill has a great week, the previous week he's like two percent as captain the next week. He's never the captain for for most people. Yeah. So, every time you guys talk about this, I, I just keep thinking captain. My captain, oh captain, oh captain, my captain. That's okay. it. 
That's what you think about? That's what I think about. Hmm. Okay. Oh, Captain, my Captain. So, uh, you got any more you'd like to add to that? I know I hit several. No, yeah, go ahead. Um, Washington, Dallas. So, I like the remaining Washington receivers. Stephen Sims, Jr., uh, Kelvin Harmon. Stephen Sims Jr. has been playing out of his mind. He has, for, and McLaurin's out this week. So yep. McLaurin's out. So, but so Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Well, Keenum isn't afraid to go out there and sling it. So Keenum's playing to get paid somewhere, and they're wanting to beat Dallas because they don't want Dallas to go to the playoffs. Exactly. So bada-bing, bada-boom. I put one in with Harmon as my captain. Um, just the price, right? Twenty one hundred. Yeah. Still not buying it. But but listen to me. For twenty one hundred, you could put Stephen Sims in there, Zeke. Dak and Michael Gallup, and then you don't have much left. So I went with Chris Thompson at forty two hundred. You can I fit. I, I think, don't mind Chris Thompson at all. I think please. you can fit either kicker in there as well. So um, then I'm, you know, obviously Washington has their their you know faults. So if you're thinking that Zeke's going to do what Zeke does against bad teams, I went with Zeke Gallup, Stephen Sims Jr., Dak, Kelvin um, Harmon again, and then if they're up, Tony Pollard. He's also very cheap. Yeah, I like I like Zeke a lot this week. I think he rolls. I think he could. This could be his best game of the year this week. I, I tried to piece together one that had Gallup as captain, but it just, I just, it, it seemed like my last guy was a three hundred dollar guy, and I, I'm just not. I have no confidence in that. So, yeah, I mean, I I really think Zeke could go for two hundred yards this week. You're you're probably right. I mean, they're gonna as could Samaji P Ryan. He could, he could. <laughs> Very well, could. <laughs> isn't it gonna be sick if Samaji P Ryan would have been the the uh, captain to have? But he, you know, he's not a, he's not eligible in DraftKings. Um, Bauer and Dan, we would love to answer your questions, but you're just filling the chat, just like Dan Rozier fills the ladies. Throw throw in another chat. Throw in another question. There are none. They're just talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotcha. I would want to go to Philly sometime, Dan. Dan, let's get an Uber and drive to Ohio. I can't answer any of these questions. I can't. I don't believe a damn thing they're saying. I can't answer any of it. You guys are horrible. Taking up all of our precious bandwidth. Do you have anyone else you'd like to talk about on that? I'm scrolling through here, uh, trying to find a cheaper captain I might like. That's what I'm I mean, doing on these messages. Scroll and scroll and scroll. Keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. I feel like what? you... <laughs> I mean, you could go Dallas defense. Um, yeah, you could. Is, uh, is Vander Escher out this week? Do you know? I don't know. I, no matter I mean, what, you probably just need out. to sit him. Yeah, I mean, just pointing second season. You're probably right on that. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to try to cram one together real quick. That's what she said. It is. It is what she said. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, this is what I kept running into whenever I'd I tried to say, son, it. if you ain't got nothing in the show. Sorry, I've got, I've got several other. Uh, we got more games to go through. Listen, we've got a new plan. We we okay. got a, we got a plan okay. for the okay. evening. Okay. Right. Do, do y'all two like? Ga- we got two games left. All right, Ten- Tennessee Houston. Ten- Pro- proceed. Tennessee Houston. Derrick Henry. They've got everything to play for. That's another guy I could see getting two hundred yards this week. Absolutely. Okay. Derrick Henry is my captain. AJ Brown because he's been playing stellar. My captain. Oh my captain. Nuke. Janu, Janu's been playing well. Janu, Kiki Kuti, Kiki with Will Fuller with Will out. Fuller out. Yep. 
Is I mean, Kiki going to freaking play this time, or is it, he going to be like, oh, he's going to play last he minute, he's six, out? He had six or eight targets last, I think it was last he week. freaking play no, last week. It was two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago? Okay. okay. And then, Which was when Will Fuller was out. Uh, Fairbairn. Kemai Fairbairn. Fairbairn, whatever yeah. his name is. To be fair, Byron. Fairbairn. Fairbairn. I did run one back with uh, Kiki as my captain just to see what I could get in there. And you can piece together a decent lineup. A.J. Nuke, Deshaun, Derrick Henry, and then Deion Lewis. And the factor on that is I think that Houston's going to be balling in this game. I think they're going to be ahead, and, and obviously Tennessee's going to try to come back. And you, My one thing is with Houston, they really don't have anything to play for, really. They're, they have, they've already won the division. They're four seed. Except for to keep their division rival out of the playoffs. I get that. But is it is it worth more to rest some guys a little bit? I mean, I'm not saying they're going to sit the whole game, but are they only going to play the first half? That's a big reason why I like that Henry's. Or, or does captain. Tennessee get up two touchdowns earlier and be like, all right, we're just going to pull out Watson. We're going to pull out Nuke. Okay. But Maybe. That play Maybe. still works for me. Like, you're no, not going to pull your saying, kicker. Like with, QT's still going to play. Yeah, no, of course. But I'm talking about with like with, the number one receiver spot. Right. I'm talking about with like Watson and Hopkins. I mean, it, they're kind of iffy just because they're obviously high priced. They're iffy. I will tell you also with that Kiki stack, like you got 1,200 left, so you can you know move some players around to get more high priced guys if you want to. If you like Tannehill or whatever. So. No, I want to throw this in here because I'm going to answer first because Dan addressed it to me, suckers. Dan says bark. Where does Dak play next year? My answer, very unconventional, very crazy. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. New, New England. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it at all. New England Patriots. I don't think he's a good enough decision maker with the ball for Bill Belichick. I, I just, for some reason, I, I, I just don't know. if I mean, Dallas probably will pay him. I think it's a mistake. Even though Dak, Dak, Dak's played really Fairly well. I get that. But he's going to demand high dollar. And I just don't know if they're going to pay it. Like firing Jason Garrett, which is probably going to happen. I, I just. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I think it will. I really don't know. I mean. I think some of the player testimonies. Didn't Jerry out. Jones fire Barry Switzer like a season after winning a Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, But he keeps Jason Garrett. Like, Give me a break. Yeah, this guy is – I mean, this team's wasting so much talent. Yep. So much talent. Yeah, I think – I mean, I think he should have been gone a couple of years ago or whenever. I mean – I, I agree. I yeah. agree 100%. I just like going out on a limb. No, I mean pa- – it- Patriots are going to be looking for a guy, and and there's there's, I really, guess I there's get- really no reason for Dak to just sign right now. Like I guess I, I just can't get behind that because be. I just don't see Brady going anywhere. <laughs> I think Dak needs to see what his market will be. He probably should. Probably should. Um, last game as far as the heads up matchups, San Fran. Game of the week. Game of the week. And the game with the most implications. Oh yeah. I mean, this is this is it. I mean, it's got everything that you're 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 needing, like playoff implications, uh, first round buy implications. Actually, no, throughout the the whole playoff buy implications. Um, like it it all comes down to San Fran, Seattle. So. I've only got one lineup, and it's probably a terrible one. But I like Robbie Gould because I think this is going to be a little bit of a defensive battle. You know, there's some weird things going on with uh, with Seattle. Like their offense, they they're 
they signed Marshawn Lynch. He's playing this week too. Yeah, crazy. I know. I love it. I love it. Makes it the game of the week right there. I know it. And his beautiful interview already. <laughs> All his twelve be- seconds. Yeah. Good times. But what, what do you say? Happy Christmas, Merry New Year. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, he's he's nuts. I love him. But I've got Gould as my uh, captain. Price biggest reason. And Travis Homer, because I think he's actually going to be the one who gets the the most run in Seattle this week. Um, Kittle, Russ, Jimmy G, and then Jacob Hollister. Homer's a solid play, too. It, it there, I would have went Homer possibly as my captain, but I mean, every remotely decent guy is through the roof, and you can't really, if you've got one of them as your captain, you can't have two other good guys on that on your team. Right. Yeah, I mean, if they hadn't went out and signed Lynch and Turbin, then Homer would have been for sure the captain yeah. for me. But you don't know how much they're going to play those guys. I mean, I honestly, I'd be surprised if Lynch plays a whole lot. Agreed. Maybe some goal line situations. Maybe they actually use them from the one. Maybe, maybe, or maybe he looks pretty good on a few carries, and they're like, let's ride him through the playoffs and see if he can pull another no, beast mode. Now, playoffs start next week. Yeah, I think they they're gonna feed the, feed them. Yeah, but just this week to get them in. I mean, I know it's still a big game. He'll be fired up too. Oh yeah. So. Um, Got a question for Brian when you're ready. No, good. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, Bauer asks Mr. Hux, would you play RG3 in DraftKings as a captain? Oh, my captain. Yes. Absolutely. He's not available. It, that, that game's not available. I don't think though. that game's available in Showdown, but I'd play him in a main slate lineup. Yes. There you go, Bauer. It's not available, so it's irrelevant, but he would. Yeah, I mean, I, on your main slate lineup, but yeah, the Baltimore game's not on the Showdown slates. Did I just say it's not irrelevant? I think I did. Yeah. It's not relevant. It's not relevant. <sighs> yeah, you canceled each other out there. Bada bing. So I've got a. Uh, I know you've got a few lineups. So do you want to talk about those real quick? Because I've got to piece together a couple things here. Uh that's what I'm working on, buddy. Piece, piece them together. Piece them together, son. Let's but get no, it. Let's let's wrap it up. I'm with you on the the going cheaper route with the kickers. So I mean, either kicker. Um, you can either, I think either defense is even, I mean, it just all depends on how you think the game's going to play out. If you think it's going to be a 20 to 17 slobber knocker, slobber knocker, uh, the kickers are definitely there, but I mean, it, it could very well turn into a 38, 34 shootout easily. Russell Wilson throw four touchdowns on 180 yards passing yep jimmy g entirely <laughs> same, Kilo, same way absolutely capable but yeah I, there's you just never know with this game but um i like i like manny sanders on the san francisco side and kittle um for me i just i looked at it and i'm like i if i got to pick one like i'm gonna go kittle because you can't afford both of them yeah that was my thought, whole thought process on that. I think that. Kittle's been playing really well. He has. So. Been proving the tight end one chops. So, um, got a few different lineups. If you go with RG3 as your quarterback, you can get pretty damn creative the, the rest of the way through this. I thought that game wasn't available. No. On the, on the on main, main slate. slate. Okay. On the actual okay. backing okay. slate. Okay, okay. To the showdown. So, I've got uh, multiple lineups with RG3. So, I've got one with... You get RG3, Kamara, Chubb, Darius Slayton with Danny Dimes back. You know he loves him some Darius Slayton. Um, Curtis Samuel with DJ Moore out. I always love Michael Gallup. He's typically cheap. Goddard with Ertz out. 
you could put Melvin Gordon in there and get the Falcons defense, which is playing against Tampa Bay. Uh, plenty of interceptions to be had, plenty of strip sacks to be had there. So that's one. I've actually got three separate lineups with uh, <laughs> with that same uh, same split as or same quarterback. So RG three Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Kiki Kuti, Gallup, Samuel Goddard, Slayton, Falcons, or if you want to go with Sanders instead of CMC, you can afford to put in Chubb and the Patriots defense playing against Miami. Have we seen the death of play draft? Yes. Yeah. And possibly FanDuel. Nah, FanDuel's around. Nah, not for long. I, I have a feeling there's going to be a buyout on that. Yep. Well, that the that draft app is merging with FanDuel, so. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then here's probably my favorite lineup, getting away from RG3. Um, Josh Allen, Alvin Kamara, Miles Sanders, then going back with those uh, wide receivers, QT Gallup, uh, Samuel Goddard. You can actually squeeze in Nick Chubb in there. So you've got Kamara, Sanders, and Chubb. None like squeezing in a Chubb. And then you've got, uh, if, if you're doing that, you've got, um, Atlanta's defense again. I, I love Atlanta's defense this week. I think they're uh, they're ridiculously cheap for for what they're playing against. I guess. Yes, Dan. I said yeah. Fanduel. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm gonna try to squeeze in a lineup, and it's gonna leave me very cheap at wide receiver. But I'm gonna try to make a lineup with Zeke McCaffrey and Derrick Henry, Ooh. and just go real cheap at wide receiver. Which there's some guys that are playable, like. I mean, I know he hasn't really produced given the role, but I mean, you know, you can play guys like Jay Jaw and Albert Wilson or you know, Sims. You know, you can plug in them guys that are gonna be a little bit more of a role this week to get those guys. I just think them running backs go off this week. There's yeah, I mean I, I'm not gonna disagree with you. But I mean, I mean lots of options you're gonna go real cheap. Like I got Irv Smith at twenty eight hundred at tight end because Rudolph might not play much at all if he's going to, play, you know, Vikings already came out and said that they're sitting guys. So now there's a really interesting play for, I mean, dirt, dirt, dirt cheap. I mean, I, I don't think he's out, but he was 0 for 5 last week. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk's only $4,700 this week. Yeah. Good I price. Mean, so, eh, you know, him, Danny Amendola is 45. That's also, you know, a, a very cheap play for the number of targets he's going to get. I know last week it was three, but prior to that it was 13, 8, and 8. So, so some options there. But Yeah, week 17 is definitely, definitely a crapshoot. <laughs> yes. I mean, you got definitely you got teams that are sitting. You got teams that could sit after half or quarter. And there's only a couple teams that actually have come out and said they're going to sit some players. Other teams may just choose to once the game gets going. Yeah. So. Long story short, you need to take that in consideration when you're building your lineups. You know, you've got some of these guys who are definitely, you know, it depending on how the game flow goes, win or lose. Like if it's bad, it starts to get bad either way. They're going to start sitting players, so yeah. be careful. Speaking of storylines, we're uh, entering the off season after this week, so we've decided to do something a little fun. If you enjoy watching the Back Row Fantasy Show, and you just can't get enough of myself, arms, hucks, and uh, not necessarily football, if you can't get enough of us, you're in luck. 
we're uh, quite ridiculously going to start a reaction channel on the tube of you, the YouTube. We're going to do some reactions because we're going we're gonna to take 15 minutes to ourselves after the show and do something a little fun. So look for that on YouTube. You can follow or subscribe or whatever the hell they call it on YouTube. Because we're newbies, not really. I do the microphone channel, but we're me and me and Hooks are newbies. Newbies, yeah. I'm a Bra- newbie. Breaking the old cherry on these two, so you can go look up back row reacts, and the video will be there tomorrow, probably early morning. And uh, if you can't get enough of us, there you go. And Gut Punch News says can always fit in a chub. Is that what she said? Yes, yes. it is. Yes. yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thanks for listening, folks. Any last words from you two? Nope. Thanks for listening. Good night. Peace out. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening. Be sure to give us a review. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.